Hey, beloved. Welcome back to the show. Wow. Okay. I know this is a topic many can relate to and y'all, it is making me sweaty because I'm going to be going deep over the next few months on my own personal journey with this topic and it is scary. Okay. I need all the love and support you can give me right now (laughs) because I just changed the banner on my personal profile for my upcoming food freedom workshop and I did not want to. I could feel the shame trying to rise up in me. The enemy wants to keep me quiet on this, but I am doing it scared because I am on a mission to bring a whole new level of health and wellness and breakthrough to your home and but to you, mama, to overcome emotional eating so you can heal your relationship with food, so you can restore your identity and lose the weight for good. As I was changing that profile banner, it was just like, oh my gosh, what are people going to think of me? And I had to just remind myself that I am here for an audience of one and it does not matter what others think of me. And my delaying this obedience is the same as disobedience. And so this is what God wants me to share in this season. So I'm going to do it. I know it's not just for me and somebody listening to this episode, these next few episodes over the couple months that are coming up here. I know that this isn't just for me. So In this episode, we are talking about knowing that calories are not the enemy and the truth that Jesus came to give us life and life to the full. John 8, 32 says, if you continue in my word, you are truly my disciples, then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. So knowing the truth that you are adopted into the kingdom family, that you are no longer a slave to sin, but a saint who has an inheritance in the royal family. Guys, that makes all the difference when you are facing your real enemy that has come to steal, kill, and destroy. Your real enemy is not food or even calories. But first, before we dig into all of that, I want to let you know what's coming the end of November and also what's launching in January of 2022. Beloved, do you feel overwhelmed when it comes to food? Have you ever felt stuck in a seemingly endless cycle of overeating, yo-yo dieting, and obsessive thoughts about food or your body image? Do you look at the scale to determine your self-worth? Oh my gosh, I was there. That was me. (laughs) And I'm so excited because I am doing a food freedom workshop and you are invited. We're going to spend an hour together unpacking what it really takes to break free from bondages to food and struggles with weight without exercise and even if you struggled your whole entire life. For many of us, food has become an increasingly complex issue that causes us to feel guilty, overwhelmed, or even hopeless. If you feel defeated by your lack of self-control or overwhelmed by your weight and thoughts and longings for food, then come join us in the Biblical Weight Loss Blueprint Facebook group. This workshop is going to be held Sunday, November 28th at 7.30 p.m. Central Time, and we are going to dig into scripture and reveal the path to freedom. This workshop will also give you a glimpse into the food freedom curriculum that we use in my Biblical Weight Loss Blueprint, um, which is my 12-week signature program that I'm launching January 2022. It's a faith-based format and it's comprehensive. It's holistic in nature. We are body, spirit, soul. And so this program addresses all three with a guided fast and detox, that's for the physical weight loss portion, a biblically-based food freedom curriculum for the spiritual piece, and finally, private prophetic heart healing sessions for the inner healing soul work that is so crucial for lasting freedom. A strand of three cords is not easily broken, and this program has it all. Weight is just a symptom. It is not about the weight, and yet it's not, not about the weight. And so it's about so much more than the weight, but 
We know the weight is in the way, so to speak, right? In the way of us truly living our lives to the full. Losing the weight is really just the icing on the cake in this program since yes, you will be losing between 10 to 15% of your body weight, which for most people is about 20 to 25 pounds, but most importantly, you will discover the joy of living free from food fixation. You won't You'll just be so surprised by the fact that the thoughts that used to consume your mind that leave, left you mentally exhausted and that like decision fatigue that you get when you're like, should I eat this? Should I not eat this? Okay. That food fixation, right? It's You're going to be free from that. It's so incredible. By experiencing deeper satisfaction in Christ, you find freedom and you will find the healing from the inside out and you'll just realize you no longer need to carry around this extra weight for protection, right? Because you found true healing and you will finally feel comfortable and confident in your own skin and be able to step into the fullness of what God has for you. I am so, so, so excited. So come join me for this totally free food freedom workshop that I'm doing for you. This is a spiritual battle. We need to arm ourselves with spiritual weapons. We need to overcome the lies with truth. And I will even have a special guest join us to share her experiences from the 12-week program so you can hear firsthand her results and her takeaways, what was hard for her, what she was surprised by. Um, And then also workshop attendees will get first dibs on applying for the beta version of this program that launches in January. So if you're ashamed to work out in front of others, if you feel like you can't stay on a diet, if you can't stop obsessing about food, or you can't stop binge eating or drinking, if you avoid the mirror because of what you see and the reflection, if you are stuck in this cycle of shame and self-hatred with your body, or just overcome by fear and anxiety in social settings because you're feeling like everybody's looking at you and judging you, or maybe you're using food to cope and numb the pain from the past, or even when you can't handle the everyday, everyday stuff, right? And you know that deep down your soul is yearning to be set free. You know this weight is no longer serving you and you are ready to let it go. You're ready to be unburdened and just loosen the chains and be completely set free from the bondage of food fixation and binge eating and loneliness and isolation. Okay, please come join us. Come join us in the Biblical Weight Loss Blueprint Facebook group for the upcoming Freedom Workshop. Again, it's Sunday, November 28th at 7.30 p.m. and it'll be hosted right in the Facebook group. All right, let's dig in. Welcome to the Covered Beloved Podcast, where we choose to live faith-infused, holistic lifestyles while nourishing and renewing our minds to experience the depths of God's love for us. Hey there, I'm Heidi Brom, world changer and mom on a mission to bring a whole new level of health and wellness to your home. As a decade-long essential oil advocate, self-proclaimed personal and kingdom development junkie, and your holistic lifestyle strategist, I believe that when God created the earth, he didn't leave us without solutions, that he created us to be healthy and whole, and that he's covered each and every one of us as mothers with his protection, grace, and wisdom on how to live our most healthy, happy, and joyful lives. Are you ready? It's time to become the healthy home mom God created you to be, because he's got you covered, beloved. Let's dig in. beloved. I am so excited that you've chosen to just tune in and listen to this episode that is kind of starting to unpack this full life in Jesus. When I first began my own journey, I never could have imagined the beautiful ways that Jesus would reveal himself to me. It never even occurred to me to bring my food struggles to Jesus. Maybe you're like me and you thought, I should be able to handle this on my own. Like, this is something I should have control over. I should know how to be able to work through this mess. I've created this myself or whatever you're thinking. It, again, hadn't even occurred to me that my struggle with food could be broken by Jesus. I thought, 
I could pray about it. I thought I could white knuckle it. I figured I just had to figure it out on my own. You know, I would plead and beg that he would break the chains of my food fixation and set me free from the distractions that Satan taunted me with. Uh, It is something that food for me, it was a lure. It was a trap. It was a trick to fill me with instant gratification. Instead of running to God, I would run to food for comfort and to satisfy my flesh so I wouldn't let the spirit lead me. I would use it to numb pain. And so I don't have a lot in the way of tacticals in this episode. I more just want to plant the seeds that will open your heart to the idea that the Lord wants to fight this battle for you and victory is found in Jesus. So I'm going to define a few things and also share my personal takeaways from chapter one of Asherita Chuchu's full book. I went through this book in 2019 and it radically changed my life. In fact, I had a come to Jesus moment in the bathtub where the Lord instantly delivered me from a spirit of gluttony with drunkenness. And I will share that in another episode, but all that to say, this book is powerful. It will change your life, which is why I chose it for the 12 week curriculum for my breakthrough program, the biblical weight loss blueprint. Okay, so to truly give you weapons for weight loss that work for lasting freedom, I'm going to unpack this book over the next 12 episodes. And I first want to start out with defining what is a food fixation. So food fixation is oppressive. It is an enslavement. It is these thoughts over and over and over again, these thoughts and these habits that torment and overpower us. They control everything. It's that constant track in your brain of What will I eat next? How much do I weigh today? What will others think of me? Why can't I get free of this? Why can't I be like others? Why is it so easy for her? Why do I constantly keep struggling with this? What am I going to eat today? Should I have this? Should I have that? Should I avoid that food? Oh my gosh, I just ate that. I can't believe it. Now I have to go eat some more because I ruined my day, right? Or now I have to punish myself because I ate something I wasn't supposed to. That is a food fixation. It's the inordinate preoccupation with thoughts and longings for food. And really at the core, food fixation is a form of idolatry because just like any other addiction, it holds our affections, it holds our focus, it consumes our mind and our thoughts. And so we're thinking about food and everything that surrounds it more than we're thinking about God, more than we're thinking about Jesus. And it hinders our relationship with God. John 10.10 tells us that the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. And he says, I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. So When we look at what the enemy's real plans are, his sole mission is to steal, kill, and destroy. And one of the ways he carries us out is by causing us to be controlled by food. You know that, you know as well as I do, right? That 80% of what lands us in, usually in the doctor's office, is a result of our lifestyle choices. And so when we think about food and food addictions that, you know, have us giving into our cravings and being controlled by our cravings and having us try to lose weight without success because these foods are constantly calling us back, That is something that he is using. After all, he used a simple piece of fruit, right, to cause the fall of the entire human race. And so if Eve can fall for it, if Adam can fall for it, these things that are pleasing to the eyes, that have these promises that we know are really just trying to appease our flesh and satisfy our flesh, but in the end, it's not successful for us. It's not good for us. It really just steals from us and uses you know, is a way to control, to shame us, destroy us. And again, when we look at it in this way of idolatry, right, the worship of a false god, we are seeing that when we partake in overeating, you know, way back during ceremonies, people would eat the food that was dedicated to demons because it was a way for them to become one with those evil spirits. Now, I am not saying that believers today are doing this and sacrificing food to idols, but we still engage in that sin of gluttony and essentially partner with demons by 
overeating when it's not something that we feel like we have control over. When our food thoughts and overindulgences and overeating and just this way to uh, comfort or numb or whatever, and we're turning to food almost like, you know, you catch yourself with a your hand in a bag of chocolate chips or regular chips and you're like, how is this even happening? How am I even doing this? You're on this hypnotic highway of food and you don't even realize that you're doing it. That has a stronghold over you that has control over you. And so there's another definition I want to bring up here and that is the word stronghold. So a stronghold is anything that has a stronghold on us, right? It can make us feel powerless. It's almost like you're being controlled by something else. And so when we look at this and apply it into our lives around food, it becomes like this bigger than life. Food fixation steals our attention again and our focus, makes us feel like we're controlled or this thing has mastery over us. It consumes so much of our emotional and mental energy that an abundant life is virtually impossible for us. And so it makes us feel like We don't have control over our actions because this stronghold is what has the control over us. And so when you look at this constant presence of these thoughts that are overwhelming, that are making us feel hopeless, that is not the life that God intended for us. So we need to break that. And in order to do that, we need to recognize what the real enemy is here. The real enemy is not food and is not calories. Okay, for me, the enemy's preferred bait is food. He's using food for that purpose. He's using the cravings and the comfort, the the pr- elusive promise that this these foods are going to give me comfort, right? He uses um, food to steal my peace through consuming thoughts about food. He uses uh, it to steal my victory by luring me back into temptation. He uses it to steal my joy by drawing me away from God and into shame. He uses it to isolate me from others, slowly killing my soul. He uses it to kill me slowly through body afflictions. He uses them to keep me quiet, to wreck my testimony and dull my light, causing darkness and desperation of worldly solutions, right? This cycle of yo-yo dieting and promises in the next fad, etc. All of that. So ask yourself, what is controlling your heart in this moment? Is it Satan or is it the spirit? Is it the Holy Spirit? Bondage enslaves us again from what Jesus died to set us free. So ask the Holy Spirit to reveal. This is what I did. I said, Holy Spirit, reveal to me and convict me when my thoughts become sinful and controlling, right? When it's obsessive, when it's this idolatry thinking that that food is going to solve my problems, that food is going to bring me comfort, that food is going to take all the pain away, right? Food cannot fix anything, even the need to control with healthy food. Right? I only compound my misery when I take my brokenness to food. Even when it feels like I'm doing a good thing by eating healthy, but then that is controlling me. And I'm having anxious thoughts about eating um, something that I shouldn't be eating. Right, We should not have... Like food is neutral. There is no um, obsessing about should I or shouldn't I. It's food is neutral. It should not have this power that we let it have. So I asked Holy Spirit, I said, help me to abandon my self-constructed salvation projects and turn to you. Eat and drink of him and find peace, joy, and comfort and delight in him. Find the daily bread and water in him and also the abundant milk and honey. 
So when I was going through this uh, chapter in 2019, this was actually kind of around this time. It was November 30th, I have in my notes. And Holy Spirit revealed that the sugar rush or the high or the kind of adrenaline cortisol rush that I was getting from eating processed food, baked foods, rich foods, it it is the counterfeit comfort in the form of numbing that I was seeking and putting in place of God's comfort. So this sugar-rich, warm, creamy, you know, think about a latte, uh, crackers and cheese, baked goods, chocolate, you know, muffins, anything with sugar, that rush that I would get in in my physical body, right, the adrenaline, the cortisol, all that was giving me comfort, but it was a counterfeit comfort in the form of numbing that I was seeking after instead of putting my God first, And so that food was taking the place of God in my life. So one thing I had written down in my journal is where and how can I find soul and spirit satisfaction in God? Because at this point I was like, I completely lost. I'm like, okay, how do I do this? Like, what does this even look like? And so I had written down, okay, well, it's not in shame. It's not in autonomy. I'm not going to find it myself. It's not in self-sufficiency. It's not in masking my need for God. It's not in worldly things, you know, that I would kind of um, look for satisfaction in, whether it be Facebook or work or my devices but here's what I, what I wrote, that I will find it in an abundant life, in divine purpose and calling, in belief, in faith, in surrender, in obedience to the Lord, in bringing people to Jesus, right? Saving of souls, relying on God's power to do for me what I could not do on my own. And so I had written down soul, spirit, body, right? We are three-person beings. We are made in the image of God. And so we are tridimensional, God purposely placed our souls and spirits inside bodies. And this represents God, our souls, like God, our spirits, like his Holy Spirit inside our bodies, which is Christ. Jesus didn't ignore his appetites, but he wasn't controlled by them either. Okay, so I put, when we look at soul, transform your thoughts and feelings about food. Spirit, satisfy your hunger for God in his presence. And body, find a healthy eating plan that satisfies So I put down, food is not the enemy. Our strongholds and walls that were created by Satan and his army are there to steal our attention and our focus away from God. They are meant to consume so much of our emotional and mental energy. Again, that abundant life is strangled. It's impossible and our callings remain largely unfulfilled and our believing lives are virtually ineffective. Not by notably bad things, but by everyday distractions, overwhelms obsessions, fixations, time wasters. And so that life slowly gets sucked out of you. You feel strangled, suffocated, drained, and hopeless. So things that I put down that need to go were, um, you know, because when I think about when I was more likely to turn to food and I was able to journalist and notice patterns over time, it was being triggered on Facebook. And we're going to talk about triggers. It was spending too much time on my business, and so I wasn't feeling fulfilled in these other areas of my life. It was clutter in my office and in my home, um, and just that surrounding me and knowing that I needed to deal with it, but I wasn't creating the time or being intentional about dealing with it. And so when I wrote down what needs to take place, I'm like, okay, we need to have a homeschooling plan, and we need to have a daily work schedule and a daily family schedule and a personal schedule, time to declutter. You know, time is meant to serve you. It is a great servant. It is a terrible master. Something that really hit me in her first chapter of her book, in this full book, was this little excerpt, and I'll read it to you. 
She says there is an enemy and he is after something in your life and it is the truth. And I fear that we do not take this seriously enough. If I were your enemy, I would make you numb and distract you from God's story. I would use technology, social media, Netflix, travel, food, wine, and comfort. I wouldn't tempt you with notably bad things or you would get suspicious. I would distract you with everyday comforts that slowly feed you a different story and make you forget God. Then you would dismiss the spirits leading in you, loving you, and comforting you. Then you would love comfort more than surrender, obedience, and the saving of souls. Does that hit you as much as it hit me? I mean, wow, the battle, right? Satan and his army are fighting as hard as they can to keep, again, me. I'm saying from me. They keep me from looking for satisfaction in all the wrong places, right? The weapons are not worldly diets, fads, wine, Netflix, social media. They are prayer, God's word, the spirit of God. In 2 Corinthians, Paul says, we fight with spiritual weapons that have divine power to demolish strongholds. We can rely on God's power and truth to annihilate our enemy. Yay, good news, right? He delights in fighting this battle for us and we are assured victory. So here's a declaration I wrote and I invite you to adopt this for your own. Get out a pen and paper, whatever comes to you, let the Holy Spirit guide you. And this is my declaration. I said, I am fully dedicated to overcoming food fixation, body shame and hate, and any other stronghold in this area that is keeping me from finding satisfaction and comfort in the Lord. Thank you, God, for breaking the power that food and alcohol and sugar addiction has had over me. And by the resurrection power of the Holy Spirit, I command it to bend the knee to the authority of Jesus Christ right now. I receive God's empowering strength to change my daily habits and thoughts as he carries me day by day and continues to work and the transformation that he started until it is finished. Whew. All right, love, don't be deceived by thinking that that extra bite, that extra helping, or that cookie sleeve isn't hurting anyone. Because just like any other addiction, it doesn't just affect our health, it affects our relationships. Our relationships with ourselves, our relationships with others, and our relationship with God. It affects our lives and our purpose and the sowing of seeds. And it hinders our testimony. So just like Jesus didn't ignore his appetite or let it control him, teach me, Lord, teach me. And lead me during times that I am struggling so that I don't spend more time and energy thinking about food than I do about growing in my relationship with Christ. And that I delight more and am happy more in my relationship with Christ than I am in food. So that is all for today, beloved. Again, be sure to join us in the Biblical Weight Loss Blueprint Facebook group for our upcoming workshop at the end of November. All are invited. It's open to everyone. In the meantime, I pray that you prosper in your health just as your soul prospers, that the Holy Spirit continues to guide you in all truth, that he will not speak on his own, but he will tell you what he has heard and he will tell you about the future and that he tells you the prosperous plans the Lord has for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, beloved, real quick before you go, if you found value in today's podcast and you learned something new, head over to iTunes for Covered Beloved and leave a five-star review. Hit subscribe while you're there. And of course, if you have friends who would benefit from today's episode, be sure to share. Until next time, remember, God's got you covered.